0: Welcome to the Inside Wag Nutrition Podcast. This week, gang, guess what? It's Josh and Chris. It is me and Chris talking about our summers, a summer wrap up session in regards to fitness and nutrition. And we cover a lot of topics. We talk about Chris's uh, foray into trail running, and we talk about Josh's brand new baby and adjusting to life with two kids as opposed to one and how nutrition and fitness uh, plays an important factor in that and many many more topics so please stay tuned let's jump right into the episode. Yeah, hey gang. What's going on? Welcome to the Inside Wag Nutrition Podcast and today Josh and Chris are doing a summer wrap-up session with each other. That's right. Cuz we talk a lot to other people. So we're going to talk to each other today, gang. So mm-hmm. so saddle up for some for some insights and exciting news. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> how are you, man? What's going on?
1: <laughs> I'm doing very well, man. Um before we get into that stuff, though, you know, mm-hmm. let's take care of business real quick, oh. as we always do, of course, before we get off track here. Or, hey, before we get on track. Before we get on track. Mm, key. All right. <laughs> so, um, as a listener of the WAG podcast, <laughs> we I, are going to give you – uh, oh, my God. No, let's, let's we're keeping let's, that. Yeah. we got to keep it. Okay. That's so good. <laughs> As a listener of the Inside Wag Nutrition podcast, we would love to extend to you a gracious offer of taking $50 off your first month's membership of any of our nutrition coaching packages that we offer at WorkingAgainstGravity.com forward slash join. If you plug in the code Inside Wag, that will take $50 off of your first month's service. So uh, check that out check out our essentials program or check out our nutrition coaching plus program that includes a one video coaching call per month, as well as a customized meal plan made from one of our three on staff registered dietitians Mm -hmm. who custom tailor this macro plan or this meal plan rather to suit your starting macros that your coach sure. has you set out on, and just gives you a nice little template, like a guideline of just some ideas of meals to kind of get you flowing, get yeah. you grooving a little bit. And the feedback that we'd be getting from those clients that are on that program and who use these somewhat faithfully um, end up finding the on ramp to um, getting into a groove or establishing a baseline of calories fairly easily. So if yeah. you feel like you need that a little extra bit of help. Um, Certainly check that out. Use code INSIDEWAG uh, to take $50 off your membership. And as always, uh, because we are trying to grow this podcast, we're trying to see uh, about building our community, extending the service that we can provide to others in terms of providing relevant information to help you in your nutrition journey. Whether or not you choose to sign up for our services or not, please go ahead and rate and review our podcast Leave a nice comment. Uh, tell us what you love about the show. Tell us what you'd love to see more of. And we'll absolutely take that feedback to heart and uh, incorporate it into the show to continue making this as uh, valuable and helpful as we can possibly make it.
0: That's right. So, Wow. Yeah. Great job, Chris. Well said. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks.
1: A <laughs> little stumble, but I got through it. <laughs> hey, we're here. We're doing it. Yeah. So as Josh said at the beginning of the uh, podcast, uh, this is just a chance for Josh and I to kind of riff on some things that are going on in our world. Um, mm-hmm. Josh has had some change in his life. He and his wife, Jess, introduced their second baby That's right. this year into the world. Mm-hmm. And so that came with some uh, interesting challenges and things, but mm-hmm. obviously some things that you guys were already aware of having uh, uh, Milo in yeah. the past couple years. years prior to that. And so yeah with no further ado josh like fill us in how's your summer been going Uh, what have you been learning
0: (laughs) yeah what have i been learning oh my god every day every day is a learning experience um Mm -hmm. i mean there's some much less uh like less important things that have been going on as well like aside from the uh having a new baby and navigating that landscape um which i'll touch on in a little bit because it's kind of you know, for, for some listeners, that might be more exciting. But uh, yeah. for other listeners that <laughs> might have young kids um, or are going to have uh, young kids in the near future, maybe there's some, uh, some uh, gems or gold here for you to extract. Um, but uh, so, yeah, like Chris said, we have a toddler. His name's Milo, uh, he's three and a half. And uh, we welcomed uh, baby Lucy Ray into the world in June, and she's wonderful. Um, she's doing great. Jess, my wife, is doing wonderful. She's doing great, and all is well, um, partially because we knew what to expect a little bit more this time around. Yeah. With Milo, um, we did some preparations as far as like food went. Like We knew that we were going to be tired, and we knew that we were going to be really not wanting to make those on the fly decisions uh constantly because mm. um, when you don't have uh young kids you can kind of like figure your day out as you go or you can kind of look at your macros and your tracking and be like hmm like i wonder what would fit you know I'm, here's where i'm at I, you know and i wonder what oh, th- this will probably work and you kind of you know you do it on the fly yeah um and that's just not how it goes. <laughs> With <laughs> it, well, I, sh- I should say, if you're tracking and you're and you're trying to work towards a certain goal of like weight loss, or you're preparing for some sort of competition, or something like that, that um, that gets a little tricky. It gets a little dicey. So when we had uh, Milo, we ordered a ton of Ice Age meals, yeah. um, and I think we even did some trifecta too. But basically, we stocked up because we knew we were going to be uh, not in the best like state mentally, being sleep deprived and not uh, trying to make those decisions. We wanted to have easy and healthy options like ready to go, basically. Yeah. Um, and that worked out extremely well. Um, that that was a huge uh, benefit uh, to us. And so this time around, um, when we knew Lucy was going to be arriving in June, uh, we started to think about that, and we did the same thing. We ordered um, quite a bit of you know, frozen ice age meals, uh, to just have again in the fridge or in the freezer, um, ready to go. Um, and then also what, uh, last time uh, with Milo, this is me, me personally, um, like Jess, obviously after having a child, you have to go through like, you know, a certain amount of time to recover and before you can get back to the gym and get back to doing things like maybe you used to do. Um, for me uh when Milo was born i i got into a very uh challenging we'll say challenging uh phase of my life where i didn't feel the need to exercise regularly i just wanted to be at home all the time and mm. if if it did not involve Milo um it just was not important mm. and did you
1: find that to be like a natural thing or like a conscious decision that you were making
0: um Boy, that's a great question. Uh, I think retrospect is definitely like 2020. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, or hindsight, I should say, is 2020. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think at the time it made sense, okay. Because when you have this newborn baby, you're like, this is, you know, this is it. This is mm-hmm. this is all that matters. This is this is my entire world. And and to an extent, it is. I'm not saying that it's not. But what I learned very quickly was that if you're used to exercising and you're used to being active and doing these things and taking care of yourself, as soon as you don't, things change very quick. And when Mm -hmm. you're stressed and you're sleep deprived and you have a lot of pressure on you, um, that doesn't really turn out so well. So, um, having gone through that before with Milo, um, I was more prepared this time to make sure that even if I got out for a 10 minute run down uh, through the neighborhood, you know, while everybody Mm. was sleeping, um, that, that, that's a win or, you know, like right over here on the other side of my desk, you know, I have, there's, there's a couple kettlebells and some bands hanging up. And it's like, if I can get down to the basement for a 15 to 20 minute, you know, pump sesh or Mm -hmm. come down and do 150 kettlebell swings and some air squats, stuff like that. Yeah. Anything, anything is better than nothing.
1: Just checking that box. done. Checking that box. And that's, and,
0: and sometimes that's just what you have to do. Yeah. Um, there's Dan John, which is one of my all time favorite authors and strength and conditioning coaches. Um, if anyone's listening to this, that is in the track and field, uh, uh, what would you say? Like realm or or sphere? Yes. sphere. If if, (laughs) if you're, if you're familiar with that, if you did that in high school or if you're a collegiate athlete, or you're just familiar with world-class coaches, you probably know who Dan John is, but, um, he says that there's two different kinds of workouts um, there's park bench workouts and there's bus bench workouts. And hmm. what he means by that is like when you go to a bus stop and you sit on a bus bench, you are expecting a result. You're expecting that bus to show up at nine o'clock. You will get on the bus and you will go to somewhere else, wherever that destination is. Okay. So you're expecting that. That's a, that's, so when you work out and you're on a program and you're going towards a certain goal, um,
1: that's, that's what he would consider a bus bench workout. Kind of like you're following a structured intentional right. program, not just showing up and doing the, whatever work necessary exactly. or possible. Exactly.
0: So, okay. so there's, there's, there's a set intention. You're, you're going into that workout with intention. It's like, I'm going to get this I'm here I'm doing this and I'm going to get this I'm here to add
1: five pounds to my deadlift that's right whatever right that's right whatever your
0: goal might be but that's like the bus bench it's like that's 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 the deal with that the park Mm. bench workout is when you're like walking in the park and there's a park bench and you're just going to chill and just like relax and kind of like look around and take in what's going on around you you don't Mm. expect anything Mm. you just go and you just kind of do it and then See what get happens. Up. Yeah, that's right. You get up and you move on with your day.
1: Interesting. I like that analogy. That's yeah. really cool.
0: Yeah. The, Dan John. Dan John, yeah. Dan uh, we can go oh, do a whole podcast <laughs> about Dan John. He has some incredible... Yeah. Actually, not, I'm getting sidetracked now, but um, I, most people that listen to this know that I used to work on ships and mm-hmm. um, sail You know, up and down the East Coast and all over the world and blah, 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 all this stuff. My captain, one of the captains that I sailed underneath gave me as a gift uh, a Dan John book called never let go mm. and that book changed my life at the time I was a hundred percent doing um, like distance running and um, trail running and th- that that was it I was just doing uh, I was just running a lot mm. um, and I didn't really have any frame of reference for how important strength training was uh or at the time uh nutrition to support those goals i would just focus on running more and eating less and that was a bad combination (laughs) i got kind of sick Mm
1: -hmm. i'm sure it worked for a little while
0: it worked for a little while yeah for sure um but in in my time with that particular company and spending time with that captain he gifted me this book called never let go by dan john and it was Again, it was a life changing book. I've gifted that to quite a few friends since. Very cool. Um, that's where this park bench and uh, bus bench uh, piece comes from. Gotcha. Uh, it's one okay. of those essays uh, in his book. But um, it, to, to get back to to bring a full circle here, park bench workouts <laughs> are what got me through those first like six weeks mm. of having you know Lucy at home and dealing with the the ups and downs of lack of sleep and, you know, just, just being a new parent again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's really important that people understand that that's okay. You don't have mm-hmm. to have, you don't, you don't have to have this crazy plan and and, and drive yourself into the dirt uh, to feel like you're, you're doing anything or you're getting progress. So, sometimes what do they say, sometimes good enough is good enough. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So so that was certainly uh, a change. And um, I, I mean, the process of just of getting back into the gym after all that like went uh, after those, you know, four to six weeks of me being home most of the time was, you know, kind of came and went. Um, it made the transition back into the gym much easier. Um, my mental health through those four to six weeks was so much better. And I was yeah. so much more like ready to take on the challenges that that kind of thing brings on my communication with, with my wife and our relationship was it, it's, it's so, it sounds, it almost sounds trivial. It sounds, it sounds strange <laughs> to say all this, but it's like, mm-hmm. it really, it really did help a lot. Um, and uh, I would encourage anyone. I, I have actually I have a couple clients that are going to be welcoming uh, some, some children into the world soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually uh, Sean, one of our coaches who talked about on the podcast, he will be welcoming uh, a baby as well. Um, I'm sure he'll be turning to you for lots of (laughs) advice. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just keep, just, just keep going and and keep some sense of self like during those times, because you're going to want to give it all up. Mm -hmm. And as, as noble and as wonderful as that sounds, if you take just 15 to 20 minutes, a couple of times a week to just do your own thing and exercise, uh, it's going to help you out so much. So, um, Mm -hmm. tremendously. yeah, Yeah. Please take care of yourself during those times.
1: Um, that reminds me of that airplane analogy, the flight attendant, Oh but yeah. On planes, right. You got to secure your own oxygen mask before sure. you assist others with theirs yep. or the, you know, the same analogy, you got to fill your cup. So it spilleth over to everyone else That's Right. so that it yeah. spills over to Jess, to Milo, to That's Lucy. Right. Like yeah. you had to check that box of self-care for Josh first. Mm-hmm. If you were even going to have the idea that you're going to be able to show up in the capacity that you were hoping or expecting yourself to, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and uh, you got ahead of that before allowing it to become a problem, which is pretty awesome, man kudos to you
0: yeah 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 thanks um i I know that's not a lot of nutrition talk there um but uh i mean kicking kicking back to nutrition a little bit um my my main goals were were to just drink water drink enough water my my mark is always a gallon a day if i get a gallon a day and we're good um did you stay up with that yeah i did oh nicely done um and uh then also protein these two tips are, I talk about these to people I work with all the time, drink water, eat protein, like every single meal, you know, get it done. And yeah. there's, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. There there was times where, you know, I was drinking like three to four protein shakes a day just because I was like, oh, I, you know, I, I slept for two hours in the afternoon and then I didn't, and I stayed up all night, you know, and it's yeah. like, you're not going to go make a pan of eggs. well your days probably overlapped into (laughs) one another so you probably were like what's a day even mean?" yeah it gets kind (laughs) of crazy so so even though those might not be like the best choices yeah at the time those are the best choices exactly and that's something that you also have to remember is that whatever period or phase that you're going through um that's it's not going to last like Mm -hmm. sometimes you just have to do what you got to do and if that means having a few extra protein shakes to make up that deficit
1: like i'm totally okay with that and i'll i'll stand by that you know yeah um, and i think it's important to note too that no matter where you're at your level of good enough is good enough is going to change that's right and even that's going to vary a bit little bit so it may not sure. be what it was in a harder time mm-hmm. you're good enough in better times might be a little that bar might be a little bit higher yeah or the expectation might be higher reasonably so, so exactly and that's yeah, and very that's, important
0: you kind of touched on that the the expectations Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about this, you know, again, with all the with people that we work with, uh, actions and expectations, like they have to be in alignment. And mm-hmm. I had no expectations yeah. <laughs> of really making any kind of progress as far as my weightlifting goes or my like body composition. I was just focused on just staying healthy and maintaining everything that I had built up until then um, through those four to six weeks until we could kind of like restore some sort of routine and habits like back in the house so cool. right away i knew that like you know i had to put some stuff aside but i also had to hold on to like the core of what i was uh going for and in order to keep uh keep my uh physical and mental well-being going on so um, mm-hmm. that's that nice yeah
1: Well done. Um, And how do you feel today about it? I feel great. So (laughs) yeah, see, I'm still tired. We're still like
0: sleeping like three to four hours a night. Um, But uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 great. And um, uh, the other thing that I'll I'll touch on really quick because we Mm -hmm. have to talk about your stuff because you got some interest. You have some interesting things to talk about. (laughs) I'm excited to hear more about. Um, I've also been working with um, a uh, an endurance coach, uh, and we're going to be talking more about uh, this particular company soon. Um, Mm. but, uh, great coaching, uh, and, uh, they're, they're, they're based out of the OCR world. So obstacle course racing and, um, the coach that I'm working with, uh, was an Olympian 5k runner. Wow. Um, and, uh, I went to her and said, Hey, like I, I do CrossFit and I do a lot of weightlifting and I'm fairly strong, you know, like that's kind of, a thing like I, mm-hmm. I i that's what i like yes. that's what i like to do i like to lift weights but i know that like as soon as i as soon as there's more than 10 wall balls in a workout i get buried <laughs> so, so mm-hmm. i need to work on like my engine and work on my running mm-hmm. and do all this stuff and she was like no problem like let's get you going so it's been a couple weeks now um and i have been doing very slow paced zone two work and okay. it's already like paying off like huge really like yeah it's unbelievable it's unbelievable so what is that looking like that's like currently it's Mm -hmm. built up like we've built up uh in different time increments so she doesn't program distances she programs time Uh, which i think is really interesting yeah yeah me Um, too each week i i increase by five minutes so it started at two runs at 15 minutes and then one longer run on the weekend for 20 minutes
1: so you're just going to run for 15 minutes. And what that's happens in that 15 minutes is that's what right. happens.
0: Yep. I like it. And now at this point, like we're up in the thirties and now we're going to start doing pace work because there's been like wow, a solid, yeah. like multiple weeks, weeks upon weeks of base built. And so now we're going to like increase the um, intensity a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's all time domain, um, right. not necessarily distance. So uh, it's been, it's very cool. And I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, (laughs) but, (laughs) but I knew that it was going to make me a better athlete. And it was also Mm. going to get me just like outside of the gym. Like I could go outside my door right now and do one of these. I don't have to go to the gym or do anything like that. So having that like little piece to do every single week, and then I have to tell her about it. Right. Just like nutrition coaching, just like any other coach. It's like you have that extra accountability piece. Huge. Um, Yeah, it's huge. And that that's keeping me in check too. So, um, I'm super happy with it, um, and like I said, we'll be talking more about yes. these about these two coaches here soon. So yes, so stay tuned. Very again. excited. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, I'm flipping the script. I'm sending it right to Chris.
1: Yeah, let's get into it. So let's, let's talk. So let's just stay on the topic. Then you're talking about you running. <laughs> let's talk about running, Chris. Um, yeah. So I I used to be a CrossFitter. That's what um, saved me. Um, back in the day, over a decade ago, and I found that community, and it definitely saved me and turned me on another path, which I'm forever grateful for. Uh, however, after some Lovely. time, it was no longer the thing that served me, and I got into you know Olympic weightlifting, and then that shifted to powerlifting slash uh, bodybuilding, and then now basically what I'm doing, lone wolfing it in my own garage gym, is just following strength bodybuilding, just good old pump sessions. That's what yeah. I love doing. Good little hour, hour and a half. So in that, you know, outside of that being a guy who lives in Colorado, you know, I'm a fairly avid hiker. Um, I like to get out and ride my bike. And I look at those things that I get to do for fun. Um, it gets me out of the house. It gets me out of the gym and it just gets me out exploring this beautiful state that I live in. And so it's like just multiple stones that are being just, our know, birds being hit by this one stone, if you will. Sure. Right. And so, um, that's how we've always looked at cardio after I kind of left the strength and endurance part of crossfit behind and focus mostly on strength and so this year i set a goal i'm like well i'd like to experiment with becoming a trail runner um the trails are a bit farther away it's at least a minimum of a 20 to 30 minute drive to anything kind of decent that would be like wooded or shaded or like really like (laughs) nature-esque for trail runnings um because i'm just not about to you know go run on a plateau somewhere that's just fully exposed in sun. Like, I'm not trying to kill myself either, you know? (laughs) And so I'm like, well, let me start in my neighborhood. That's the easiest access point that I have. Let me, like, aim so, so low that it's so incredibly easy to do. Like, if I can just walk out my front door, Mm -hmm. get a light little walk going, and then just, all right, let's pick this up, and then just start chugging along. Cool. I did it. So how it went was I ran two times. (laughs) And uh, looking at my notes here, so my first run was on June 6th about a week after setting this goal and saying, "All right, I'm going to get my gears uh, going." So, on June <laughs> 6th, I ran roughly just over a mile and I think that was about I forget the time, 8-9 minutes something like that. I didn't look at okay. the specifics, which not bad. I think my best yeah. mile back in CrossFit was sub 8 minutes sure. and this is coming from the kid in high school who could give a crap less about finishing that mile. I just wanted to get fizz over with and I was a guy coming in 20 plus minute miles, you know, <laughs> oh. running the straightaway, walking the curves, running the straightaway, or hesitantly just kind of lifting my feet up, you know, I sure. just didn't care. Yeah, yeah. So to get a sub eight minute mile in CrossFit was huge for me as a 30 something year old at the time. Yeah, man, so, absolutely. I mean, knowing that I maintained that, having not run years, six years, like intentionally running, yeah. um, that I maintained that. So to me, that was just a good barrier of like, man, not bad, you know, yeah. for what you've been yeah. doing, all things considered on 3 days later i went on my second and final run <laughs> on june 9th and i shaved 3 minutes off that time
0: 3 what? minutes
1: in my second run which i was like shut up something's got to be wrong i checked my thing i'm like nope this is yeah same roughly the equivalent distance and i'm like this is wild okay cool you wait a second you yeah. a a
0: 5 well, so I
1: think so. Then that would make my initial thing run. So maybe I was closer to like ten minutes or so because I, okay. I shaved about three minutes off that. So I think I wanted to say I'd say about, fell about eight. So maybe my first run was like eleven ish minutes or so. Okay. Um, so maybe not as grandiose. Okay. As I was I was gonna say, <clears> dude, <throat> and then you're running a five three five minutes. or six minute mile. Like no, you, you, no. Just, you need you keep running. You yeah. Need, you don't need to stop. You exactly. To keep going. <clears> just keep dude, going. I can crazy. prove on that. Yeah. But still, and I then I ran a mile in three minutes. No. But dude, a three minute drop either way, dude. That's that's great. I was pretty really stoked good. about that. Yeah, yeah, thanks. However, so here's what happened though. <laughs> uh, here's what happened. Okay. In June, and I live five minutes from downtown Denver, I can uh-huh. see the city. There's lots of cement around. It gets hot here. And so the temp started climbing into the mid 80s, into the 90s. And all of a sudden, running became the least desirable thing that I ah. wanted to do. <laughs> and I, while being upset by that limitation, I also accepted it. Because like, the reality is, I'm not an early riser, as we were talking before the podcast. I usually get up around 8 or 9 (laughs) a.m. Today, I woke up at 7 a.m. just for the heck of it. Wasn't too hard, but (laughs) I'm just not that person that's going to get up, and the first thing I do in the day is go for a run. Could I? Sure. Sure. It's not something I'm trying to exactly uh, change. Of myself right now and that's okay i'm okay with that yeah, yeah. so <laughs> despite this kind of fail and i wouldn't even call it a failed attempt because i did it and i'm pleased with the two that i did and really what happened during this time was i really got into a mode with the hotness going on outside and then just even hikes like going out on a hike at times was kind of like wow this isn't as 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 appealing anymore because it's just yeah. so hot and i go to the mountains to escape that and when it's not the case it's kind of like I'm going to just chill. So during that stretch time, I got really ambitious about doing other things and exerting my energy towards other things that kept me moving (laughs) at least. And so like a buttload of yard work, getting some clover planted plants, all that good stuff. I attacked my house. I organized my cabinets. I've got plastic bins everywhere (laughs) that everything's organized. You reach in to grab something and 10 things don't fall over. My lazy Susan, my wheel has like wedges Organized on it, top oh, and bottom. Damn. Okay, yeah, dude, I went ham on organization because <laughs> uh, I also had a new housemate coming in, and I just wanted this stuff to be done and out of the way. Of like, welcome to my or, to our organized home, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and I felt great. really proud about that. It feels so good. I Marie condoed yeah, the shit out of my house, and it felt <laughs> so good. And it was basically just a lot of like lingering, like to dos up here, you know, that I was just like, oh, that needs to be done. That needs to be done. This needs to be done. And I wrote it all done. And every time I crossed it off, pff, success. And then I rearranged my garage gym, pared down some more stuff, did all these things that just really were fulfilling despite this, you know, my running goal not going as long. So (laughs) I I shifted that energy into something else. But where we're at now, fast forward to now we're recording today on August 29th and we are a week away from Labor Day. Uh, The cooler temps are settling in. I'm now seeing this as the opportunity to Mm -hmm. that now just go take that 20 minute drive, any time of day because the temps are going to be cooler go up to golden go get a little trail running and i just go out and i run and i think i'm going to take your advice or your oh, coach's advice yeah. and just be like run for 15 minutes Dude. let's see what happens in 15 minutes worst case scenario you know i i, I slow down and chill i'm still outside in nature hiking doing what yeah. i love and if it's like maybe walking a little bit pacing myself picking up and running i'm actually then now doing the thing that i said i wanted to do which is trail running not getting good at running to then go trail running. And yeah. so that's got my wheels turning and that's what I'm I am focused love on. That. So now I'm seeing the advantageousness of cooler temps, this feeling very satisfied about the summer that I had very productive things that I got done before summer so that I could clear the way to enjoy my summer and not have all these lingering things. And now I'm set up for more of a realistic approach to this goal. So I learned a valuable lesson in that about myself, <laughs> about yeah. my own goal setting uh, propensity, and other things, and so I'm taking that with me, and um, I'm sure I'll feel even more fired up after we talk to who we're going to be talking to. That's right. Um, in the next couple of weeks, and so I look forward to that. And I wasn't expecting that to come out of this conversation today, but I'm very happy that it did. So yeah. appreciate you sharing your story, Josh. So yeah. So uh, more on you that right? later. <laughs> wanna,
0: yeah, for sure. But yeah. I want to I want to go back. Um, mm-hmm. You commented that. You are not going to try to get better at running in order to go running. Yes, Mm -hmm. which I think is huge, and it's so huge that that applies. I mean, that applies to just about anything, Mm -hmm. uh, as far in in the exercise world. Like, you don't have to get in shape to go to the gym. Yep. You know, do you go to the gym to get into shape? You know, that was the biggest resistance
1: I faced running a CrossFit gym back in the day. Yeah. was that very thing.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yep. And yeah. you you like cutting out the you know, you you basically put like a middleman between you and what you wanted to do. Mm. You know, by by going out and just running, you know, like in the city or or, or the park that was closest to you instead yeah. of taking that drive. Um but that ultimately led to the fact that led to you saying, "Yeah, I don't want to do this. I want mm. to wait until the time is a little bit more, you know, proper conducive or, conducive yeah, there you yeah, go yeah. so now the fall like up up in the mountains like yeah like you said even if you do walk like you're mm-hmm. still going to be outside in the mountains yeah that's that's pretty awesome so mm-hmm. i i think that that yeah that was a really interesting um mm. nuance yeah that you like you don't need <laughs> to get good at running to go run you yep. can just go do the thing
1: yeah and i think yep. by setting that expectation i also set a limitation to a degree too um <sighs> If sure. you will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least that's my, uh, that's my takeaway from it, from the experience. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I'm interested to interested in seeing how that goes. Uh, For I'm sure. going to share that on my social media. Yes. <laughs> I'm going share, to, share, cause share, that's share. that little bit of accountability of like, Hey, I did that. And I shared those two runs. And then if people follow me, they're like, this guy has a run since <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so then, or at least he's not sharing it with us. So, yeah. uh, those those runs? Yeah, right. Where's these runs, man? Where are you at? Where are you at? You had a sub minute, three minute mile yet or what? (laughs) Um, And, and that, and ultimately too, wasn't even my goal. You know what I mean? It wasn't even to get better at running or to care what my pace or my time was. Like, I can be a a data analytical kind of driven person, but then I also can't be because again, what's good enough is good enough. And so to me, just to get out and run and say I ran a mile cool. If all I did was continue to run a mile and then that mile improved naturally, not because I was like, uh, but I will say this, <laughs> what I found not only discomfortable or uncomfortable about, um, running was that in these years since leaving CrossFit, I've put on a lot more muscle mass. My legs felt like I was lifting up things tied to concrete blocks at the end. <laughs> and so like even just lifting legs and running like that fatigue and that just your mass, your density yeah. shifting and shaking around and you running, it felt so much more uncomfortable than it ever did in CrossFit when, granted, I was a bit leaner and had less muscle mass sure. at the time, oddly yeah. enough. So I also noticed that changed being like, oh, having more muscle mass does make this barrier of entry a little more difficult, but it's not impossible because I know you're a muscular dude, you know, your height and your weight, and you're just, you've always been a pretty dense, strong dude that I've known you in all these years. And yeah. so I can only imagine that you experienced some of that, but you've also been in that world of endurance sports for much longer than I have. <laughs> a little, a little bit. But like I said, the, my
0: whole thing that this, this past summer was like, I need to do more of it. Like, I know that that's a, that's a spot that I'm just lacking. Like I'm not yes. doing, it. you know, aside from like getting ready to do Murph, like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. on Memorial day, like that's like when we pick up a ton of running mm. But otherwise I'm just like, yeah, I'd rather not. Um, yeah. But I know that that's like an important, you know, steady state cardio in that zone two work, you know, Mm -hmm. like I know that has like further like health benefits and the the, the pace that I'm going is like very slow. Like I did, I did a 25 or 20 or 25 minute run all nasal breathing. And for me, that's a big, like, I mean, my pace is slow, but like I was able to do that like the entire way and I got back and I was like, Oh, that was all right. And then I went and did something else, you know? So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I would encourage you to, to try the, the time,
1: yeah um, I definitely will
0: the 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 time the, the duration versus the distance
1: yeah um mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah, I always kept in mind too, like the, uh, my old CrossFit coach and, uh, who eventually owned the gym, Whitney, uh, would always be like, you got to be able to run fast. He's like, maybe not be about running distances, but at least being able to sprint away because we are in Colorado. You never know we're going to need to run away from a bear or a mountain lion. <laughs> and <laughs> you're like, kidding. yeah, you're right. I just have to Man. be faster than my friends in those situations. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Faster you know? than your
1: friends. Exactly. So, um, yeah. so yeah, that's, that was, uh, my goal number one, which has shifted. It's from being a summer goal to now a fall winter goal. And I think that will align nicely because, um, I'm also going to look at, um, I'm going to get, I haven't been coached in a little while in terms of my nutrition. I've just been kind of doing my thing, you know, just cruising. I'm happy with what I'm doing, but I think I'm going to get the help of one of our uh, wonderful wag coaches and go through an intentional, uh, another intentional bulk over this winter whilst keeping some of this stuff alive. Like, cause the good thing about Denver is that we don't, Even though we have winter, we have four seasons, we have 300 plus days of sunshine a year. It's still very viable for me to just get out in my neighborhood and kind of run and still have dry conditions and all these things that are still good enough and just layer up and I'll just figure it out. So I'm excited to see how that grows over the winter into the spring. And then I come out in spring, just kind of ready to fly, hopefully. So yeah, some more updates on that to come. And then the second thing I did was I experimented with my second... Um, what I call an aggressive deficit for fat loss, or more of like instead of taking the slow, steady approach to dieting down after putting on some weight and building strength over the winter time and some mass, was that instead of taking like that three months slow, steady thing to do, you kind of just you cut your calories by oh, even more, you know, forty to fifty percent, something like that. Yeah. Keeping protein sufficient, minimum effective dosage on your strength training just to keep the pump, keep the muscle mass alive, but then also conserving my energy because I'm consuming far less energy. So I don't want to yeah. trip myself up. And I started that around March 14th. I kind of loosely, basically kind of like trending my calories down. I didn't go full force in like tomorrow 40% less calories. That's right. right? Yeah. It was just, let me just start eating less. And I kind of cruised into it for about two weeks. And then I would say I kind of fully settled into it by um, April. So I would say April into May, um, June ish or so. I kind of just, my calories were around, I don't know, I kind of did like 1700, 1900, somewhere around there, keeping protein high, yeah. you know, which isn't a lot. And I'm only at the time, um, I started at, What are my notes here? 199.2 pounds. Um, And then today, like right now, I'm sitting at 184.3. So that's almost 15 pounds of weight loss right there. (laughs) Um, And really, I initially kind of did the aggressive part of it pre uh, before my main vacation to go visit my family, like mid-July the 20th through the Mm -hmm. 26th. And so it was more or less kind of just like going down there um, a little bit. And I think I probably was at the 10-pound range that I'd lost between – uh, April to July, which I was like, cool. That was about an eight week cut. Damn. and It went pretty comfortable. That like obviously I had easy. my moments, you know, some social things. Thanks. Um, had some social things on the weekends, but it's just like really what it was, was like, I just remained calmed, cool and collected, you know, and just tried yeah. to make the best of it. I rolled with the punches if something didn't go as planned or wasn't in alignment. Cool. Tomorrow will be you know, and I just kind of, I just tried to be chill about it. And that really helped reduce the stress and all these things. And honestly, it didn't feel that bad, like eating and reduced calories, because I was so focused on nailing my protein, drinking a bunch of water, um, you know, only working out three to four times a week for maybe an hour at a time, and then just kind of walking, doing some hikes and light cycling here and then for enjoyment, it was a pretty easy process, like the weight just kind of came down. And it's an interesting thing, like, um, as someone who's gone through these periods of, uh, you know, cutting, maintaining, bulking and kind of, you know, building that foundation over time is that the response rate that you get when you put yourself in these situations tends to be really predictable. And by looking at the data and my weight trending down, like obviously I had the normal rides as fluctuations, mm-hmm. but it was essentially on this downward trend. And I can almost predict what my weight was going to be the next day at some point, you know? And so that was pretty cool. Um, I was excited about that. Um, it wasn't as aggressive or as structured as I initially thought it was going to be, but I'm okay that it didn't because it still worked. Yeah. It it still worked. And now I'm sitting at like 184, 183. Um, definitely much leaner than I was at the beginning. Maybe I'll post like some before and afters on my, uh, Instagram just to share that. It's a great cut, man. Yeah. And so, and then I just kind of went back to what I call gain tenance um, <laughs> over the, uh, so, yeah, maintaining. So I'm just kind of like floating my calories up. Like right now I'm not tracking or anything like that. Um, after I got back from Maine, I was like, I'm pretty satisfied with this. And next thing I know, like I, I lost weight while I was on vacation. I continued to lose weight on the other side of vacation. And I'm just like, Whoa, look at this. Yeah. Look at Check this. It out. It's happening. <laughs> Uh, Cause I'm just, I'm in such a different mindset and place than I was when I first started dieting over a decade. And and I've just learned so much that it just sets me up to just be like disciplined, just make it happen. Let's get this over with. And so that was always valuable feedback. And so that's kind of like going to be my approach from this point on now running my second experiment with that. It just is kind of a no brainer to me now. And we've talked about this in a previous podcast with aligning our dieting phases with the phases of life for your lifestyle yeah. in phasing fall, dieting. winter. Yeah. Yeah. Phasing dieting, um, is the perfect time to be in the gym more, enjoy colder temps in my garage, uh, in a hoodie, lifting some weights, feeling wor- warmed up after a couple of reps. And then I'm cruising yeah. and it's easy to be in there four to five times a week to justify the volume that yeah. I will need to try to put on. I'm going to aim for like, let's, let's go for five pounds of muscle, five to 10 pounds of muscle or something like that over the next Eight months when I start this, probably October I think. Yeah, is when I'm going to start this, right? So eight months is a pretty good chunk of time to just for sure build, and then I could come out of winter into spring, do another little mini cut, mini cut, and then just cruise, cruise and groove, um, yeah. you know, during the summertime, and just enjoy the results that I worked hard over the winter months to build, and then I revealed them in time for summer and then I'm chilling over the summer and then I'll repeat that process again and we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> Love it. That you know? is like, that is the ultimate like cycle in
1: my yes. opinion. I that agree. That's up. where I've settled into today. I'm just like, this is, this is, this makes sense. makes sense. <laughs> it, makes yes. sense you know? it makes sense. You know, makes sense. Like, cause cause we've, we've, like oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, cause we've, you know, we've talked about it in the past where like a lot of people sign up to lose fat or go on a cut right before summer as summer's happening. And it's kind of like, it's not impossible, but you sure are making it harder trying to take it on mm-hmm. in those summer months because we just we know all the variables you're going to face yeah. and you're going to have a harder time. And that's okay. It doesn't yeah. mean that it's not, not impossible to do. It just means that it's going to take a lot more work. And so right. sometimes it might be easier to do it because why not have more calories afforded to you over these months, where we know, like Halloween, we've got Thanksgiving the next month. It's we've got Christmas, Christmas next, and other like, holidays, yeah, yeah, other yeah. religious holidays of sorts around that time. We've yeah, got yeah. New Year's yeah. Eve. Mm-hmm. We've got Valentine's Day in February. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost like the stretch of nonstop things going on, and so it, it's like, it's, why not eat more? Seriously, build, is when it comes right? to, when
0: it comes to October, it hundred percent is. That's yeah, where like, things start to just
1: go downhill for most, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then we understand time. why the New Year's resolutions are so popular, right? Yeah. At the same time, and so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't that's know.
0: The, yeah, that's that's. I again, we did a whole podcast on it. Yep. Um, but like the phases of, <coughs> excuse we'll me, link it di- below. Dieting, yeah. Um, and <laughs> just understanding like your rhythms of the year. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's pretty straight ahead, and there's very little change. Um, outside of like certain special situations and occasions that might pop up. But for others, like it's 100% it, it, it's different. Like uh I know for us and in, in particular going back to the family, like the week be- there's Christmas and then there's that week off, right? The, yeah. Like, you know, for school, there's yep. there's the week off. And then there's New Year's. Like that week off like when you know, Milo's home and when we have like some time to go like we might go to like a local resort, there's a water park, you know, one of those water parks uh, you know indoor water park places and it's like we, we might go there and you know it's going to be best for me to be either in a maintenance phase or like a massing phase where I do have extra calories to work with yes. and I don't have to you know tell my little son no like I'm not going to have ice cream with you you know like right. little things like that can be important you know everyone's got their own thing. Mm -hmm. whatever that might be um but then there's like also the week of like spring break where you're traveling and you you have that deadline and generally people want to look and feel their best you know they're going to go to a beach or someplace warm um and uh making sure that like after new year's you're ready to tighten down for you know 30 to 60 days before uh spring break again if that's a goal of yours like that's also super important all these things like you can you can get into like the you know the the nuances of your year and plan your dieting and plan how you want to attack the year and it's really like when you get into it it's kind of cool like you're in control and you can you can decide how you want that to go. Um so you talking about going through a massing phase um, for like an eight for eight months, which should be pretty you should be able to do some, some serious work in eight I months. I'm gonna have a and lot
1: of fun during that time. Yeah, you will. And that's what <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking will. of is the fun I'm going to have. Yeah. That's yeah. great. I'll tell you yeah. everyone, building muscles a lot funner than trying to cut weight. A lot more fun. Hands yeah, down. For sure. Hands down. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah, and then and then understanding that you are it's like, okay, like this does hasn't this does have an end. Yep. And then we're gonna cut and yeah. then we're gonna maintain. Like yep. it's just It it works out really well. It takes doesn't take too much time to to look at the year and make these decisions, but
1: boy, it sure does pay off. We can almost align it kind of with that Dan Johns park bench, bench workbench analogy. In terms of your nutrition too right like mm-hmm. the, there's an end in sight there's a goal here yep. it's intentional it's structured and yeah. it's only for this length of time or whatever it is there's an right. end goal in mind and when you know that that end goal is mine then it's easier to to adhere to it because you know there's relief on the other side the grass is going to be greener <laughs> once That's you right. finish that eight week 12 week cut whatever it is yeah. and so you know just consider that um moving forward, but just uh, really be aware and open to what you'll stand to gain and understand about yourself, about your preferences, about when things have come easier, when it's been a little bit harder and using that information to your advantage. Mm-hmm. That's really what we want to advocate is just, you have so much information coming your way, try to make it make sense. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, it could, your di- different dietary phases can generally have a Longer lasting effect, and you'll get more, you'll squeeze more juice out of that, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, during yeah. that structured sense of time. And then you'll be cruising, and then you'll just repeat, and you'll be like, oh, I figured it out. I got yeah. it, you know? Yeah. And then you just remain curious and disciplined, and the rest happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Hell yeah. That's, that's it, man. I mean, yeah. anything else you want to talk about? That's...
1: No, man. I think oh, exactly we covered everything want yeah. to do today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to riff on our goals, and that's right. See what's going on? So, we should probably do another one of these in
0: like well, yeah. 90 days, maybe, maybe, maybe sooner. August.
1: Maybe so, it. maybe 90 days, maybe it could be like an end of the year wrap up where we're at, and then we'll oh, look sure. forward to going into the new year. We'll probably there maybe have like a year in review. Oh, that's a good idea, be a fun thing to do or something. There yeah, you go. okay, cool. Yeah, I'm into it. but again, if you guys got ideas for us too, make sure to like, yes, <laughs> and leave <laughs> a course. review, uh, leave us a rating. Um, mm. we appreciate the feedback in any form or way you're uh, right. willing to give it. And that oh. just helps us do better. Yeah. I want I wanted to say one more
0: thing. We are, I mean, these are going out like on all different podcast platforms. Yes. Um, but within our like WAG nutrition um, community on uh, Mighty Networks and on Facebook, there's always a post about these podcasts. If there's yes. something that you really like or something that you want to hear us talk about, comment on those because yes. we're keeping an eye on those. We had one one person um, that commented on the uh AJ Richards and Brooke Ent's podcast um, about how important that subject was, uh, yes. the the sourcing your food locally and getting in touch with farmers and people that can help you do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: up until that podcast, some of those thoughts and some of those things had never even crossed my mind. That's but true. since then, since then, I have spoken to multiple people in real life in and in person and online about how, how important it really is and how other people are trying to make a difference in their own community um so i know that th- that those comments and those thoughts and everything are out there so so if you hear something or you want us to dive deeper on something like please share it um yeah. we'd love to do a QA episode if anyone's got any questions uh, about nutrition in general or, or coaching or um training like you know drop it and drop it in the comments um me and chris are toying around with the idea of doing a podcast about fast food and like how you can hit your macros on the road and when you don't when when the cards are kind of stacked against you um so i mean we got all sorts of ideas but we'd love to hear from you too yeah thanks for listening and keep that in mind as you uh continue on with your week well said (laughs) all right gang (laughs) well with that being said we'll sign off for this week and talk to you next time